Hi, welcome back to the Mom Mentality Show. My name is Austin Chadwick and Chris Lucian with me, uh, co-hosting. And today we are going to talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect. And so uh, Chris, Chris and I recently uh, had a short conversation about this. And we're like, hey, this would be a, this would be a fun topic for an episode. But, uh, you know, you want to kick us off, Chris? Yeah. Uh, you know, a long, a long time ago, I was on a forum and I was looking at... Uh, you know, maybe some game development stuff or something. And there was a forum post like, oh, I want to make a massively multiplayer online RPG. And by the way, this is my first game. What resources do you want? And somebody just said like one, there was one reply. It was the Dunning-Kruger effect. And then like there was no other replies. on there. Um, and so it, it was just kind of uh, a funny thing. So uh, that, was, that was, you know, way back when years and years ago, that's when I find kind of first heard about this concept. But um, it, it's, you know, essentially the, uh, uh, the, the relationship between confidence and competence, uh, over time, uh, you know, so as you become, uh, as you go from knowing nothing to, uh, knowing most of what is needed to know about a subject, uh, there's this confidence, uh, maybe interval that, that goes up and down. And so maybe, you know, nothing at all. So you have no confidence. And then you learn a little bit and then you became, become really, really confident. Like, oh, this is easy. And that might be because you haven't known about the nuance or anything along those lines yet. Uh, and then as you learn more, you realize, oh, there's so much more to this. And so you kind of go into what's known as the valley of despair, I think, in a lot of yeah, models in this way. And then there's the uh, the slope of enlightenment piece and then like a plateau of sustainability and uh um, so that, that's kind of the basic concept. Um, and, you know, when we were talking about this being related to mobbing, uh, I think that mobbing has a an interesting defense against this being with other people and, and having discussions with people more and less experienced than you. Um, and, uh, and so and, and by the way, that that initial part where it's a giant leap of confidence uh, often that's referred to as the peak of Mount Stupid, which I thought was funny on some of these graphs, but uh, <laughs> because I, I've definitely found myself on that peak again uh, or, or before and then and then uh, subsequently in the Valley of Despair shortly after. So uh, what do you think, Austin, as far as mobbing and the Dunning-Kruger effect? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely Google it and you'll see the various uh, forms of the peaks and valleys of this graph. And some of them are much more subtle, like, oh, the peak uh, when you're ignorant and then you become cultured and then, you know, you become gap. But uh, some of them, like you said, Mount Stupid, one of them calls it uh, Child's Hill. And then you go to Insecure Canyon and then Grown Up Mountain. And then uh, some of them are a little more uh, over the top with the names. But I think I think this relates a lot to healthy mob programming because um, I mean, being aware of uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect is probably a win just from the start, right? Because then you're like, oh, there's this tendency in myself and in others that once you know a little bit, you know, it's maybe where that phrase comes. I know enough to be dangerous, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and I could see how, I could see two effects from this that would really impact a mob, right? Like, if you're in that initial peak um, and your confidence is so high that you're unwilling to experiment, right? You're like, oh, I know the answer to this. We don't even need to run other experiments. Let's just go with option A instead of option B, right? 
you're gonna you're, you're gonna cause yourself and your mob to uh not learn and grow because you're not even trying other paths because you're so confident right um and uh so i i I hope that awareness of this effect uh, will help lower that confidence (laughs) um and there's another version of it too like even if your confidence is not so high that you're unwilling to experiment but um you're still going to go kind of through this emotional roller coaster right yeah like what what do some of them call it like the valley of despair right like you know um Maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know a lot about this theory, but, you know, can you avoid the Dunning-Kruger effect? You know what I mean? And so for me, I see this and I'm like, I want to avoid this. <laughs> I don't want to be in despair. Right. And so I don't, you know, so is there a way where even though I'm feeling confident to not be aware enough to not stake my, I don't know, emotional well-being that I'm going to be right with uh, yeah. whatever we're going to try. Right. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Chris? Do you think you uh, can avoid the Dunning-Kruger effect? <laughs> well, I, I think, um, you know, maybe it's uh, if you're trying to coach up grittiness, right? So kind of going back to our conversations about grit and coaching. Yeah. Um, I, I think that gritty people end up making it through the valley of despair when they set out to do something. It's like, hey, I'm really confident. It's like, you know, I've had many friends be like, oh, I'm going to write a book. And then like, they 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 start doing it and they're like oh yeah i totally got this and then like they don't really understand the nuance and then they just never do it uh like they never kind of finish it out and um and i think that comes a bit from valley of despair or like okay well i'm just gonna have to do that over and over again i don't want to do that so i'm gonna just go do something else right so um i think when you're talking to somebody who uh maybe needs to become more gritty or or think about grit as a thing um then you know, saying like, hey, you know, you've just gone through the first cycle of the Dunning-Kruger effect and you're you're a bit of in the valley of despair right now, but don't worry, it gets better, but it takes a lot of investment and time. So so I, I find that I use this terminology like in that context a lot. Um, and so it, it's it's not it's not avoiding the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's it's more of uh, teaching people to use it to instill grit um Mm. has been has been my like history with it i think um yeah and then and then also when when people are coming up with grand ideas and being you know so it's like that person saying like oh hey build this website and then that i had an idea for and then we'll split the profits 50 50 it's like okay well the idea was like free for you to make but the website actually has tons of nuance and technical you know and and so uh, i think that you know, maybe because somebody made a basic website before they know what it takes to do the rest of it. And now they're off like being the idea person. Um, that I think is like, okay, well, maybe let's talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect and like a little bit yeah. of the time investment there. Um, so both of those things, I think, come to mind when thinking about it in that context. Cool. Yeah. And, and I think for me, maybe the part, maybe you can't avoid it completely, but maybe uh, to use the more... Uh, uh, maybe exaggerated term for that first peak, you know, Mount Stupid. Is there a way to try to maybe grow in like maybe classic humility to be like, hey, I've learned a few terms and, you know, like, uh, you know, I did my first t- unit test or whatever to think like, hey, I probably uh, am not an expert right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, my <laughs> confidence 
you know, to go into it still excited, like enthusiastic, but just to not, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's almost like, um, I, and maybe this isn't possible. So yeah, this, this is kind of going into innovation, I think a little bit. Yeah. Um, you talk to some, you hear some VCs talk and they think it's almost like the way they talk is like someone coming up with an innovation it's like 99% going to fail, but every entrepreneur or innovator needs to believe that their thing is never going to fail or else they'll yeah. give up on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, to me, I'm always like, no, I think it's possible to like put a lot of time into something, but not have to believe that this is a hundred percent going to work, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. can you have grit without insane amounts of confidence when you really don't have knowledge? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. so I'll just ask this back is like, is yeah. learning about the Dunning-Kruger effect part of the slope of enlightenment to like doing anything, right? So, yeah. so you know, I, I, I think that the problem is, is that by the time you know about the Dunning-Kruger effect, you've experienced enough to understand the, uh, what that pitfall is in the first place. And so yeah. it's a yeah. lot of, you know, a, a lot of no novice people especially um i think i see it a lot with mentor like a novice with a mentor right so mm. um and, and there are a lot of movies like this right like it's like oh i know i you know i've learned from you master and now i'm ready to go it's like but you're still a white belt <laughs> so uh um you know and they walk out the door super confident until they get beat up on the street or something like that and so uh you know i i don't know you know it really might just be something that people have to go through and experience at least uh, the first few times to really understand what it means for subsequent work, because I think you become more masterful at learning new things. And the avoidance of the Dunning-Kruger effect is is part of the slope of enlightenment of just learning, right? Um, so I don't know, I, I, maybe teaching about this earlier in, in education and or career growth, uh, can help avoid it because I think people go through it repeatedly and different topics. And so, uh, I think just understanding, uh, the idea and, and, and broadcasting it a little bit can, might be the answer. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, and I don't know if this is the movie you're referencing, but in Zorro, I found it, uh, it, was, <laughs> it said, uh, you would have fought very bravely and died very quickly. <laughs> yeah. who then would avenge your brother yeah yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah 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 so i think you're right yeah so it's maybe so maybe maybe you know it's almost like the satire change or any of these other things where maybe just making your mob aware of it if you feel like they're they're struggling with one of the peaks or valleys right um you know um yeah. But, you know, it also can come off as an insult, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you at the peak of Mount Stupid right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, so so be careful how you phrase it. But, um, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, how how many learning sessions have we done with this? How, mm -hmm. you know, um, are, are we learning? Are we running into some nuance that we didn't uncover in our test scenarios or, you know, something along those lines? Because I, I think, um yeah, but I, I think the people that are gritty and make it to the other side of the Valley of Despair uh, um, come out through that process, you know, uh, maybe a, a little bit more refined in, in their thinking. And so it, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily a, a bad thing to go through the whole process, but it is, uh, you can make rash decisions if you're not paying attention to it.
Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's like going back to class humility and, you know, having an accurate view of yourself. And I think with the mob is experimentation always helps with it. So if we take the Zorro quote and said, you would have refactored very bravely and broken everything very quickly, right? You know, someone who <laughs> yeah. is like, oh, we can, you know, we can move stuff around. Like they see it work once and they're like, oh, let's move this. Let's move that. I've definitely seen that before. Mm hmm. Um, but where you can, instead of saying like, Hey, you're on Mount stupid, it could be like, hum, is there a way we can know if this refactor is going to break something, right? Like, can we write a test or, you know, or can we make a small version of that refactor or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, turn it into an experiment to be like, Hey, your enthusiasm is awesome. Can we trust, but verify, you know, kind of thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, the, uh, my favorite is let's rename this across the whole project. And then it's like. Oh, it broke. How did it, how could it possibly have broke the automated tools? Oh, the function name was using a string to access the function by reflection. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're doomed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Luckily we have source control for that, but yes. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, uh, to our audience, uh, you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the Dunning-Kruger effect. Uh, What's been your experience at any of the peaks and valleys uh, of, uh, of learning or uh, trying something out or uh, what's it like collectively as a team or a mob? Uh, please like and subscribe. Please share this video with someone. Uh, yeah, reach out to us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and more. And uh, yeah, until next time, uh, have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody.